You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. I'm a British robot lady. My turn-offs include England, robots and horror movies. Enjoy the show. Yo, Joe. Hey, Justin. (laughs) What's up? Not much, man. How's it going? Yeah, it's going. I just just finished like a uh, half my weight in Burger King for dinner. It's like not something I do that often, and I yeah, feel you don't you don't do fast food a, a lot anymore. Yeah, probably more than I should, but I feel disgusting right now. I had a sandwich. I had like a roast beef and cheese sandwich, yeah. and uh, actually I feel alright. We just lost our fucking Burger King sponsor, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I had Burger Oops. King. Feel like shit. <laughs> Home of the Whopper and indigestion. The Burger King Whopper. Put one in your face. Masturbate in the dark and then cry yourself to sleep. Burger King, have it your way. <laughs> it's like the worst advertisement I've ever given a thing. Oh, I just feel like garbage right now. Man, this has been a pretty busy couple of weeks for um, horror news in general. It's been a lot going on. Yeah. I, I saw. So okay. So the last episode uh, when we were talking about Halloween Kills, we talked about Doctor Loomis being in the movie. Yeah. And it being, like, the best version of, like, that deep fake technology that they've been using that's ever been done. Yeah. Boy, were we ever wrong. Yeah. Oh, bro, I swear to God, this, this podcast has become the, like, discredited horror fan podcast. It's like, <laughs> and that's going to be my hook now, is, like, go on the internet and say, like, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Like, this guy's a fucking cunt. Like, just, you know, what the internet is, 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 is good for, you know, hatred, like a fucking big pool of, of, of hatred. So yes. So follow us on social media sites. <laughs> we're on uh, we're on Instagram. Yeah, Twitter. go on there and talk about uh, what a piece uh, piece of garbage I am. You know, no, no, don't know anything about nothing. Please, it's, it's pretty much what we're good for. <laughs> yeah, I, I well look, I, I I don't know how many people thought that that was uh, CGI. I did because I, I don't really I just expect that at this point, you know. But it was a dude in makeup. It was a dude in makeup, and it was maybe the most convincing makeup effect I've ever seen as far as making somebody look like somebody else. Yeah. Um, it, it was flawless. It was flawless. Yeah. Which... And it, it doesn't hurt that the uh, actor that they had already kind of looked like Donald Pleasance to begin with. But yeah, I mean, that was just mind-blowing. I had no idea. I had no idea. So that was cool. It was posted, uh, well, it was posted in a couple of different places on Instagram. Uh, I don't know who the actor himself was. Um, it was a very, very well done uh, makeup effect. Tom Jones Jr. Um, was the man who played Dr. Loomis. Um, not CGI. Um, uh, makeup artist named Chris Nelson uh, was the man who was responsible for the uh, makeup in the movie, he created the 1978 Michael Myers mask for the movie, and also the Dr. Loomis uh, makeup effects. Um, and Tom Jones Jr. isn't even an actor; he was their construction form. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, okay. you saying this? This uh, you saying Chris Nelson made the the uh, the mask in Halloween Kills to resemble the 78 mask? So, yeah. So in yeah, that, okay. in the flashback. Yeah, yeah. He made the flashback mask. And also the prosthetics for Dr. Loomis. Thinking that it was CGI, uh, I said this and, it, and it, it holds true, that, you know, being in the dark, 
uh, helped quite a bit too because it didn't like have any like flaws standing out or anything like that. Right, but even in the picture that was posted, um, oh yeah, it's very well lit. It's like, yeah, oh, it's an, right. That's flawless. Yeah, there's a little bit of a plastic look to it, a little bit, but it's um, exactly. a little bit. It looks great, just not yeah, as. Honestly, great. when I first saw the uh, when I first saw the picture, I really thought it was just a picture of Donald Pleasance. Yeah. Like on the set of the first movie. That's that's like just like at a quick glance. I yeah. think that's what it was. Yeah, no, yeah. It's pretty good, man. It's it's, it's it was very impressive. And it's like I it, it, it was unexpected because like I you don't really think about that. You know, like like why don't you just put makeup on him and make him look like this actor? You know, like the like uh, uh, like that's just a, a lost art, I guess, you know, to try and like do like prosthetics. Because now right. it's just like deep fakes and stuff like that. Um, yeah, hopefully they do a lot more of that. Because I'm not really digging a lot of the stuff that they've been pulling off. Like in other movies, I don't think it's just like as good. Uh, for the most part, no. I mean, you look at what they did with like Luke Skywalker and the Mandalorian. Um, it was convincing enough. And, you know, kind of worlds away from even five years ago when they did Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, with Peter Cushing. Yeah, that was and like... it's still yeah. not 100% convincing. No, I liked seeing like Tarkin in that in that Rogue One movie, but it did take me out of it a little bit. Like it, it, he was in it a lot, <laughs> like a lot. He was in it a lot, and just the the, the technology just wasn't quite there yet because uh, he was he just looked too cartoony. Like the Leia one impressed me. That one kind of like that one kind that of flawed me a little, little bit. better. Yeah, and it was quick. Really quick. That's what made it work too. If like Tarkin just kind of turned around and said something, and everybody's like, "Oh shit, it's fucking Tarkin," and that was it. Then that would have been fun, but he was like a main character in that movie, right? So and that's kind of hard to pull off, you know. It's, it's yeah. I don't but, know CG humans. We just we just can't really do that yet. Yeah, I've seen things like on the internet that look a lot better. You know, like uh, the deep fakes right. on the internet look pretty pretty great. But I don't know like what why they're not using that. I don't really know the stories behind that. But I would I I like the movie more knowing that they went and did that. It just it gave it like a special touch. You know, I know you weren't as big of a fan of Halloween Kills as I was. I kind of liked it a little bit more than you did. But um, I I feel like those little things and and that in particular gave it like a little bit of an extra kind of notch for me. Well, I'll tell you, I, I'm I'm more impressed by by the movie now, knowing that it was practical makeup effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice, man. It's nice to see that like being done, you know, uh, yeah. and being done well. I mean, it's not really like it's kind of like a lost art at this point because everybody's kind of working towards making CG look better, and no one's really looking to make. Uh, prosthetics and practical effects look better as much uh, and when they do it's so much more impressive and it just goes to show because I was extremely impressed with that like it blew me away and now I know why like it wasn't fucking what I thought it was there was something actually in front of me you know right right something tangible yeah and that's, that's really the most impressive thing about it it's, it was done so well and like I can't imagine the work that went into that oh yeah man for sure what else you got well, um, let's see. We've got Rob Zombie shared his first look at the Munsters. Yeah. Um, we got our first look at Jeff Daniel Phillips as Herman, Sherry Moon Zombie as Lily. Because why not? And Daniel Roebuck. Yeah, right. And Daniel Roebuck as Grandpa. Yeah, I saw the and I saw the image. They look great. Then the director's chair. <laughs> you're talking about that one. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing that's yeah. out there, I think, right now, right? Yeah, it looked cool. It looked cool. I, I was a big fan of the Monsters. Um, like, the Monsters and the Addams Family came out, like, I think about a year apart, right? Back in the 60s. No, they, like... they debuted the same week. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Was it 63? Uh, I want to say 64. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of the monsters. I kind of like that a little bit better than the Adams family. Um, I like the Adams family I went too. The other way. But I went the other way. I was I was more of an Adams family. Yeah. I like the monsters too. Yeah, because I, I just like the classic monsters, and I, I like that those were like the characters in it. I like the humor better than the monsters too. But I'm surprised that Rob Zombie is bringing the monsters back as opposed to like something like the Adams family seems like more. <laughs> You know what I mean? More of his thing. Yeah, right? yeah. And Adam's family um, still like relevant because they've been making uh they made a lot more in terms of revivals, I think, with the Adams family. They had, you know, the movie run and then they have the CG movie run now. So I felt like right. aren't they doing like a Wednesday Adams show on Netflix too? Is that a thing? Tim Burton is doing a Wednesday Adams okay. show on Netflix. Yeah. A fucking course. Yeah. It's well, I mean not for nothing, but it's about time Tim Burton got his hands on the fucking Adams family. It's gonna be weird to see Johnny Depp play like a little girl, but I'm I'm all, <laughs> I'm all about it, you know? <laughs> it's a one man show. Yeah, pretty much. But no, um so I'm I was honestly afraid that Rob Zombie was going to rob zombie this movie um and make it a Rob Zombie movie, and it does not look like that's what's happening here. So we're not getting white trash monsters, basically. No, that's what that's you're honestly saying. What, that's what I was worried about. Yeah, that it doesn't look like that's. That's what's always what you have to worry about when he's involved with something, it, you know, because he only does like one sort of genre of horror, you know. Yeah, he's kind of a one trick pony. And it's um, fine if you like that stuff. I can enjoy. I actually enjoy his movies quite a bit for what they are. You know, but I felt that that was an odd choice. But who knows? I mean, it looks... Look, the image looked pretty great. I, I don't know where the humor is going to be with this show. I, I have no idea, but uh, I'm assuming it's going to be a comedy. Yeah, I mean, it almost has to be. It's right. Monsters. So, I, like, do you, know, do you know who... Is he writing it, too? Is it, like... Was he like yeah, this is his baby. All right. This is his baby. He is an enormous Monsters fan. Like, a lifelong Monsters fan. He loves these characters. He loves that show. And it kind of shows. Um, I mean, look at the house. They're, they're, they're shooting this movie in Budapest. Yeah. Building an entire town. and they're Building they, Mockingbird Lane, huh? They, and, yeah. And they, um, the, the house itself, 1313 Mockingbird Lane, is an exact recreation of the house from the show. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. It's the house in the, the image, way, too. Actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that house, by the way, is still on the Universal lot. They use it for um, other stuff, though, right? Yeah, they use it for a lot of other stuff. It doesn't look like this anymore, but the basic structure remains the same. Yeah. Uh, it's still more or less recognizable as being the Monster's House. It just looks clean. Yeah. This will probably be, like, the first Rob Zombie thing I'm, like, excited to see out, like, besides the Halloween reboot, because I was really curious to see where that was going to go. Not a fan, yeah. um, but I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing this. This I, honestly, this image has kind of um, turned the tide a bit for me as far as yeah. my excitement for the movie. Yeah, I th I figured it would be somewhat faithful to the you know original. Right. It's not really something you could play around with too much. I don't know if there's a lot of give and take with that. Series. Believe it or not, there is. Um, there there are ways to go about the monsters that are completely different from what you would think. Well, they had that, uh, that, that, that. Didn't Brian Fuller have that show? Yes, Brian Fuller did a pilot episode yeah. called Mockingbird Lane, maybe ten years ago, and it was kind of great. Yeah, that's the fucking tragedy of Brian Fuller. Every single thing he does is great and gets canceled. Yeah, I don't Almost understand why every single thing he does gets canceled. I don't get it either, man. And Everything they're great he does shows. Is gold. 
I would have loved to see... Dude, I think Star Trek Discovery is fucking garbage, by the way. But I would have loved to seen him take the helm on that. I think it would have been a lot better. Was he supposed to? Yeah, he started it. Really? Yeah. And then he got... Oh. I, I don't know what... I don't know the full story, so I don't want to, uh, once again, like, put myself in a position where I'm just wrong about something. But I know he started it, and for whatever reason, like, he left the project. Um, okay. I don't know the story. I'm sure it's out there. I could probably look it up in a few moments, but I don't know. And it doesn't matter, obviously, but, like, he, he has, like, this tendency to just get canned, and I don't know why. I think he's probably one of the best TV directors or TV creators in the last, like, I don't know, like... 20 years. 20 years, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he absolutely is. I mean, Dead Like Me, uh, Pushing Daisies... Hannibal. Uh, Hannibal, my God. Uh, the, the guy does not have a bad show under his belt. I really, it, if I had the ability to give this guy like a property back and like let him finish it, like I would, oh, I, Hannibal. Hannibal, yeah. Because I, I, I really wanted to see, like I was so excited to see where he was going to go with it because it was all planned out. And I was digging that show, man, like hardcore. We, I mean, listen, we got, at least we got the original stuff because I think the next season was supposed to be some kind of uh, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, yeah, he wanted to do Science of the Lambs for season four. Right, and then a Hannibal, and then a Hannibal season, then an original ending. Right, that was the that was the plan. Yes. Yeah. So they they have like they're they, still they, talking about it. I was gonna say they still, they they sort of tease that here and there. Um, I, honestly, I think it could still happen. Yeah, it could. It could. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that time maybe might might have passed because when it hit like Netflix and it got like a second revival from the watches on that uh, streaming service, I feel like that might have been the time for it. And to be fair, you know, like... Madge Michelson? Yeah. Um, he's a fucking amazing actor. But he's getting older. You know, like, you don't look... You don't yeah, look but that it's same okay. Anymore. You don't necessarily have to have the next season pick up exactly where season three left off. You can have some time pass. Yeah, it had a legit, like a lit literal cliffhanger in that movie. I mean, that show. So I don't know. But, but again, you don't have to pick up right from there. It's It's... Fine, I think in that, especially in that case, you can have it pick up a few years later. It would be cool to just see him do movies. To be honest with you, like just do like Paramount Plus movies or whatever. Or oh, that would be great. You know what I mean? Instead of seasons, just like all right, here's here's their remake of Sons of Lambs, Hannibal. Here's an original ending. You know, whatever the case may be. Um, right. Because they did Red Dragon and it was great. Oh yeah, the original Red Dragon was fantastic. Yeah. And they kind of did Hannibal too. In, yeah, in, in parts. But they were going to kind of end it on a, on their own terms, which I thought was really interesting, and that's what I really wanted to see. But right, I I just don't think we'll ever see that. But um, I, I hope you're wrong. Yeah, no, I do too. Uh, I would love to see an actual ending for that show. Um, I would like to see an actual ending for any of Brian Fuller's shows. Yeah, but that's I think the closest we've ever really gotten was the Dead Like Me movie. Uh, yeah, that was uh. A, a surprise to see that come out, and it was supposed to be a series of them, but that would that didn't happen either. Right. But so I once again, movie, yeah, I think the movie works well as as a definitive ending to the show, though. Yeah. It, it, it. Yeah. If you take it for that, like now, yeah, yeah, looking back, yeah, sure. Yeah. So we are now moving from Rob Zombie to Scream. The first trailer and posters for twenty twenty two's Scream. Uh, were released last week. I gotta be honest, this looks good. 
Yeah, I've never been as big of a Scream fan as you. You know, I'm like whatever about it. But uh, it yeah, it looks okay. It it, it looks it, lo it looks it looks definitely better than the last one that came out. I wasn't really a big fan of the fourth one. I like the fourth one. I like things about the fourth one. Um, I think it was better than Scream Three. I think Scream Three is the worst of the franchise. Sure. It's yeah. basically like a two-hour Scooby-Doo episode. Um, <laughs> and I feel like Scream Four maybe delved a little too far into that style of humor as well but this looks to be closer in tone to the first movie where they're taking it more seriously and obviously there's going to be jokes here and there especially coming from the people who did uh ready or not uh, but I, I i don't know i feel like they're gonna make they're gonna get the tone right on this one i hope so um i, I wouldn't mind seeing a good uh screen movie i like the first two i thought they were pretty good uh, the third one kind of lost me. I saw the fourth one, like, maybe when it was, like, on DVD. At, uh, you know, I rented it because I, re I really didn't care at that point. And I thought it was okay. It was very forgettable to me. But I thought, like, the magic of Scream was in the first movie. And I, that was pretty much it for me. Like, I, I didn't really... Like, I know it's a popular franchise. And I know a lot of people love it. And I get... And I, and I understand it. It's just not my thing. I feel like if you're going to have a movie that sort of makes fun of the cliches of horror movies, it doesn't work. And like five fucking movies, you know, like the sequel worked because it was kind of making fun of sequels. Right. I, I don't know. It didn't really offer anything after that, you know. No, I, I and I think part of the problem is it the, the screen franchise works best when you have Wes Craven directing and Kevin Williamson writing. Uh, the screen movies were Kevin Williamson's babies. And for uh, numerous reasons, he was not able to come back and write the third movie. So they had somebody else, uh, Aaron Kruger, come in and write that third movie. Okay. And he basically turned it into a Scooby-Doo movie. Um, yeah. The violence got toned way down. Uh, Sydney was almost barely a character in that movie. She wasn't in very much, and that was due to Nev Campbell's scheduling problems. But that was the problem with Screen 3, and then they kind of ran into the same problem with Screen 4. Uh, Kevin Williamson turned in, I think, two drafts of Screen 4, and then the studio brought in Aaron Kruger again to do the final draft, and we got Screen 4. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the trailer. Uh, I thought it looked okay, like, but I'll definitely check it out, you know, um, it, it does look like more in tone with the original, it's been a while, uh, since we touched on the original characters, I guess, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna watch it, did you ever watch the TV show, like the MTV one? I did, I actually watched all three seasons. Oh, for, fucking for real? Yeah. How was that? I, we never talked about it, because it was that bad. Oh, alright, fair enough. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, the show, it had nothing to do with the movies. Literally nothing to do with the movies. It was it's completely its own thing, which is fine. I wouldn't have had a problem with that if it was done well, which it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially the third season. Like, the third season... Uh, so the first two seasons of, of the show focused on the same group of characters... Um, and one continuing story. Okay. And then it kind of ended on a cliffhanger, or very much ended on a cliffhanger, and then season three did something completely different. It was a completely different set of characters, completely different story, 
Um, but what they did for the third season was they brought back the original Scream costume because they did not use the ghost face in the first two seasons. No, I saw the mask they used. It looked kind of cool. I, I actually like dug it. It was cool. They, they used a different mask. They used a different uh, phone voice, again, which is fine. Um, yeah. But for the third season, they brought back the original ghost face and the original phone voice, Roger L. Jackson. So you think, all right, well this will be maybe closer to the to the movies and it was just so bad nice <laughs> <laughs> so I might yeah, check that I, out one of these days honestly um, I mean I would say the first two seasons are worth it I've got room in my heart for the junk food uh, MTV TV shows you know like the horror teen shows that are on there they're not terrible I was a big fan of Teen Wolf when it came out I thought it was kind of cool I remember until, you know, like, same thing, like, second, third season. I think after the third season, I was like, ah, this is fucking garbage. I wasn't really into it anymore. But it was pretty good um, at first. So I might, I might check Scream out um, right. one of these days. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. And I know you had texted me, like, oh, the trailer's coming out tomorrow for Scream 5. I was like, really? I was like, I had no fucking clue. Like, like I knew they were making it. I just didn't know there was, like, it was trailer ready. I didn't know we were that kind of close to it. And I was just like... All right. <laughs> but then we didn't talk about it. Right. Uh, well, I mean, part of the reason was I kind of wanted to save the discussion for this. Sure. Okay, yeah, that's that. And I have one more uh, news story today. The original house from Nightmare on Elm Street is up for sale. Nice. Uh, the house is in uh, Los Angeles, California. Okay. Uh, it is currently going for $3.25 million. Really? That's the asking, yes, that's the asking price. Because it's in a movie? I don't think that's the reason. I think it's just a large house in Los Angeles in a nice neighborhood. All right. But people died in there. Did they? <laughs> yeah, the movie. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> is it dream? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could have something to do with the price, but it, it is a very large house in a very nice neighborhood in Los Angeles. So, you know, obviously the real estate's going to be a little more expensive. But here's the kicker. Mm. So not only is the house up for sale... All offers must be submitted by October 31st. Ah, it's so fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It's so hokey. It is, but you know what? It's cool. The owners obviously know what they have. Right, obviously. I I mean, that that sounds absurd. The house itself is iconic. Yeah, of course. Well, I actually saw that house recently. I uh, I don't know if you saw or heard. Um, do you ever watch uh, the Netflix series, The Movies That Made Us? Yes. Okay. They just came out with a third season. It covers a lot more than it did before. Like, I think normally, like, this, these seasons were just, like, four episodes. Right. Um, this one actually incorporated the Christmas one, because the Christmas one was, like, just, like, two episodes, just sort of floating out there for a while. And they're just like, all right, put it in the third season. Get rid of the Christmas one. That doesn't make sense to have, have another show, right? So the Christmas, right. ones, the Christmas ones are included, but they also um, put a fucking, a lot more episodes, and the focus, the first three episodes of the new season are Halloween, A Nightmare on Elm Street 1, and Friday the 13th. Oh, great. Yeah, man. And you know, for a guy like me and a guy like you, who's basically seen like a copious amount of documentaries on all these things, they actually have a little bit more to offer than the, than the same old shit we've seen before. Um, really? Yeah, you know, like things that we have, things outside the DVD documentaries and the the, the long, uh, these long documentaries they, they put out for the films. They actually uh, bring in some different people uh, that I haven't really seen uh, talk about these movies before, like set designers and cinematographers and stuff like that, uh, more writers. 
And they talk about things uh, that we haven't really heard before or heard as much okay. about. And it's pretty great. I watched I watched those three episodes because um, I wanted to see those. And I loved them. They were great. They, you know, they, they didn't really talk about him too much, but they did show some uh, footage from like Comic-Cons where Victor Miller was talking about writing the movie. You know, there was like a whole big thing with him recently, right? Uh, didn't he like win the lawsuit? Yeah. So Victor Miller was basically suing for the rights to Friday the 13th because he wrote it. Right. Now he won, but there was an appeal put in by Cunningham. Sean Cunningham, who, who basically, cre- you know, who made the movie, uh, directed the movie. You know, the argument was basically like he was hired as an independent contractor to write the flick. I don't really feel like he should have the rights to the franchise. Because the first movie um, wasn't really, you know, about what the rest of the franchise became. But he really put a fucking stop to everything Friday the 13th wise while this appeal was going through. And now it's over. Like the game... Like, the game was huge for a while. They had to stop basically making characters and content for it. Because of the lawsuit. Because of the yeah. lawsuit, yeah. And now it's done. He won. Um, but there's still there, there's still more to it because the studio owns certain properties that he doesn't own. Um, you know, so I, I don't know where it's going to go, but it's done now. But you know what's funny is they talk about the script in the show and they... And I don't know if they talk about it just because of the lawsuit, because I never heard this before, but they're like, they basically make fun of the fact that it wasn't even, like, there was no direction in the script. It was just kind of like, oh, they go here, this happens. Like, dialogue-wise, dialogue, dialogue wise, it doesn't seem like there really was any. And that's how they played it off in this documentary series. So I don't know, like, what he really earned. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, it seems very strange to me, this whole thing. And I feel like, from what I know, when I've read you know, like a book on this from that was written before, and I've watched do- a bunch of documentaries, and I've been following the the, the the lawsuit. I don't really feel like he deserved to to win that. Probably not, um, especially if he signed a contract that kind of signs his his rights to the property away. But he hasn't really. But he wrote the first movie, which has nothing to do with the rest of the franchise, which became well, this he, completely different animal. Here's the thing, though. What he did, though, with that script was he created the character... First of all, he created the setting of Camp Crystal Lake. He did. He created the character of Pamela Voorhees, and he created Jason. He did. An iteration so of te- him. Yeah. Right. So technically, he would... Now, having won the lawsuit, he would own the rights to... A, the name Friday the 13th, B, the character of Pamela Voorhees, and C, the character of Jason Voorhees. However, he would... I. As far as I understand it, he would not own the rights to the specific imagery attached to those characters. So if he wants to make a movie with Jason Voorhees, he can do that, and he can call it Friday the 13th. What he can't do is put him in that fucking hockey mask. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's and, and that's sort of what's silly about this whole thing, right? I'm all about whatever, you know, an artist, you know, wants to do to secure their rights, uh, you know, for something that, the, that, that they created, 100%. So, and I don't know enough, right, to, to really, like, put a lot of judgment on, on these guys, you know. But it just, from what I see, it just seems a little, like, what's he really getting here? You know what I mean? Like, because you're not going to make, because he's not, what he has right now what he's won it's not going to get him to be fully in control of another friday the 13th movie in the in the way that a friday the 13th movie should and would be made you know so i don't know unless they do something completely different and that that would be great i wouldn't mind that either well okay yeah but the last time they tried to do something completely different we ended up with jason goes to hell no 
The last time they tried to do something completely different, we got Friday Thirteenth the series. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, bring back the artifact collectors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go back to fucking needful things. Um, yeah, you're right. Shit. Yeah, they showed the house from Elm Street because uh, they did, and they showed like that the house across the street where Johnny Depp's character was uh, in was right, yeah. uh, was across the street um, and, yeah. and they were showing the they were just showing the distance or whatever between these two houses uh, but honestly they were they were all pretty good the other episodes on there are there's an alien one um, oh nice yeah Robocop I forget the other ones oh Coming to America oh, so nice. I wanted to watch the horror geared ones first um, especially for you know October so right. uh, they were great so I, I, I definitely recommend I think you'd really like it a lot, honestly. Um, I might check those out tonight. Yeah. That does sound good. I did watch a little bit more of uh, In Search of Darkness. Like, I've kind of slowly... I gotta watch that, man. I'm about halfway through. I'm not like the two-hour mark. Um, Because it's it's four hours. Um, So about halfway through. And it's it's just so good. It's so good. I I cannot recommend it highly enough. Please watch it. Oh, I'm playing on it. So I watched two movies uh, recently uh, that, were, that were pretty, well, all right. Well, one was good. One, one was not so great. I watched The Boys from County Hell. Okay. What's that on? It's, uh, I, I rented it. Uh, it was just like a VOD movie um, that I had seen. I saw a trailer for it. It looked pretty good. It's basically, uh, it's, it's an Irish film. And it's about a vampire, basically, in the small town in Ireland. And it's fucking great. It was a really, really good movie. It, it, it had a real, like, Shaun of the Dead kind of feel to it. Because there was, like, some humor in it. But, like, real serious moments, you know. Okay. Um, and it was, uh, it was just, not, it wasn't, like, extremely different, you know. It did feel like an early aughts sort of, like, horror comedy. But they had some great creature effects for the vampire. And, uh, and the law was great, you know, like it it was, it was well done. It was honestly like, I saw the trailer, it looked good. It was better than what I thought it was going to be. And I I was a big fan of it. So, uh, if you get a chance to see that anywhere, I don't know if they're going to, you know what? I think it's on Shudder. I, I, I rented it like an idiot, I think, because I saw a trailer somewhere and I was like, oh, let me rent it without really checking. But I believe it is on Shudder. Give it, give it. I'm going to look that up right now. Yeah. It's from County Hell. Yeah. Yeah. This is a Shudder movie. Great. This is a Shutter movie. Oh, I love to waste money. God damn it. <laughs> uh, in that case, yeah, I will definitely check that yeah, out. Yeah, I think you'd like to yeah, watch it and, and, and shoot me a text. Let me think about it because um, yeah. it's a good movie. Absolutely. I'm putting that on my list. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> oh, there was there was one more uh, news, uh, news item I want to bring up real quick. Uh, so they released a... A new international trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, I saw that. Say nothing to me about it because I am not watching it. Yeah, at this point, in the, this late in the game for you, I, I don't see why you would. Uh, I was actually warned against watching it by people who have actually seen the movie. Like who? Uh, another podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, it's actually the, the guys from Yes, I Have Some Podcasts. Oh, okay. Uh, um, they were there at New York Comic Con. Sure. And yeah. got to see it. Um, and they basically told everybody, don't watch this trailer. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know. So, all right. So, uh, I watched the trailer, uh, the teaser trailer. I watched the trailer trailer that came out and, 
You know, I don't really remember what was in it, but when I did watch the international trailer, I was like sort of surprised with the amount of stuff they showed, but I didn't know, I don't I didn't remember if that was already out there or not. But if you're saying that that's what they're saying, then yeah, I guess they, they do show quite a bit of stuff. Yeah, so I'm going to avoid that like a plague, and uh, if any of you guys out there have not seen it yet, I'm just going to go ahead and say don't. That's my recommendation. Um, I'm, I'm just doing a complete uh, blackout now at this point. Yeah, yeah. Just so I can go on blind. Was it November 19th? November 19th. Okay. I don't know how I remember that. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, I also watched uh, M. Night Shyamalan's properly titled Old, because his shit is getting old. <laughs> um, you know, man, <laughs> I it's like I have to watch a Shyamalan movie. It, it's like whenever he makes a movie, I got to watch it, you know. But um, I haven't really, like, loved a lot of the uh, stuff he's had, like, somewhat, you know, in the last, in, in, in like, the last couple of years. I, I, I know people loved fucking um, Split and Glass. I was just, like, whatever about him. Um, I didn't love Glass, but I loved Split. Did you love Split if it wasn't a fucking sequel to Unbreakable, though? Like, did you like it for yeah, what? Yeah, honestly. Yeah? All right. Yeah. Glass was too much for me. Glass was too much. And I don't uh, think this was his plan all along. I don't really, I, I don't know about that, but. No, I, I, I mean, he did want to make Unbreakable a trilogy. I get it. But, like, even outside of the fact that, like, it's a secret sequel to Unbreakable, I think Split is a just a very good movie on its own. Um, I mean, he does a great job, obviously. And, uh, but besides that, I didn't really, uh, it didn't really do much for me. I thought it was okay. Um, yeah, old was just like, it was whatever, man. It was a pretty like standard story. Um, it was basically just a bunch of people that are on this island. They go on vacation and they get basically taken to this island for like a R&R kind of day. And, uh, what winds up happening is, uh, they begin to all rapidly age on this island i forget what the ratio is but they all age like incredibly fast and you really kind of see with the kids because it's like little kids and they become like basically adults throughout the course of the movie so th that stuff was kind of cool um that was done pretty well like the reveals of everybody getting older and stuff like that but the story itself was just real stale i wouldn't really recommend it unless you just love his movies then i'd say yeah sure it felt almost like just like a decent twilight zone episode basically so, yeah, it was just okay, you know? I, I, you know, I don't like to shit on movies. Like, it's just not my thing. So, I, 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 there's, like I said, I pointed out a couple things that I liked. I always try to point something out that I like rather than just, like, oh, it's garbage. But, yeah, it's just, like, it was just, like, whatever, you know? Um, okay. Which I thought it would be because no one really talked about it. Even people that like... I heard it was flat out bad. Yeah, even people that liked uh, his movies in the past or, or big... F or people that are a big fan of him didn't really talk about this. Um, I, I kind of noticed, you know, a lot of the people that I watch or listen to didn't really even review it, honestly. So I didn't really have high hopes. I didn't really think it was going to be anything special, and it was just okay, you know. But um, but I did see that. We both watched VHS 94. Now, I loved the first one. I was not a huge fan of the, the next two um but this one, I'm digging. We we talked about this like a couple weeks ago, and I really never watched the other anthology ones, the the, the other VHS movies, and I didn't think it made a difference. I just watched this. I saw it on Shutter, um, and I liked the look of it. You know, I thought it was really well done. Like I I love that like VHS look. I didn't expect the whole movie to look like that, and I was like, oh shit, this is pretty cool. Yeah, 
but it, it's it's different. I don't even want to really say too much about it because uh, I feel like if I do, I'm just going to kind of give things away. Not like there's spoilers in the movie, but just give away how it's done. I don't really, I don't want to do that because um, it's unique uh, for like, I guess, an anthology flick. Um, unique enough, you know, so I, I would definitely uh, recommend people checking that out, especially if you have Shutter. It's free. So Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Check it out. Yeah. Um, I will say this much. You won't uh, feel disgusting I mean, this... after you eat Shutter. Not like Burger King. <laughs> true can't really um, stress that enough I, I, I just I want to kind of bring something up about the VHS movies and they're all kind of guilty of this yeah when you do a found footage movie I think one of the most important things that needs to be done correctly in order to sell it is the acting you know the acting has to be otherwise the entire illusion is just completely ruined like, it takes you out of the movie yeah like record yeah yeah or wreck whatever um, you call it but um, this movie is guilty of it. The previous three movies were guilty of it. It's people who are very obviously acting. Sure. And it's not to say, like, listen, you know it's not real. You know going into it, it's just a movie. But in order to sell the illusion, you need people who are not acting like they're acting. Yeah. And honestly, I think maybe... There have been maybe three or four movies that I can think of, found footage movies, that have been able to pull that off. Blair Witch Project, like the, the original Blair Witch Project, maybe the first Paranormal Activity, and Record. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say that's about but, it. Yeah. But I don't feel like the VHS 94 flick that's out, I don't think it matters with that one as much because of the way they put that together. Because it's, it's less found footage Like, it's more like, it's, it's a little bit more over the top. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I mean, this I mean, this one it doesn't seem so egregious. You're right, just because it is so over the top. Yeah. But I think in the original three, I think they got I don't know, maybe like increasingly less. I don't know. I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is here. But it just no. I I, I know what you mean. Yeah, it, it didn't apply to this as much. You know, yeah. you know what's actually a pretty good found footage movie uh, is uh, Troll Hunter. I've never seen it. Yeah, dude, it's fucking good. It's really, really good. We should we should watch that and talk about that on the show. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty uh, great movie, honestly. I think I think you'd fucking love it. It's um it's far movie. It's also a monster movie. It's a found footage movie. It, it's got a lot in it, and it looks fucking amazing. Like it's really well put together. One of the big things that we where we were talking about like the last like two weeks now at this point, we watched Chucky the TV series and yep. uh, both. Um, we're surprised with how well done this this uh, show was. Very surprised, um, especially after the the last movie. Was um, it not good? I, I thought like what was it? Cult of Chucky, right? Cult of Chucky, yeah. Yeah, I don't really remember those last two. It was like Seed of and Cults, right? No. Um, no. Curse. Oh, Curse. Curse I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Cult of Chucky. Yeah. Curse of Chucky was very good. Cult of Chucky, not so much. Okay. You know, it's funny that um, they've kept their crazy continuity going, like, the entire time. Yeah. Um, besides the reboot that came out. I was going to say, even with the reboot, like, in the middle of it. Right. Yeah, I, I'm surprised they kept this continuity going for so long. It's, it's all over the fucking place, but it works. Um, and they keep, they keep track of that story Bible really well. And... There's like a ridiculous amount of fucking love in this show. And I think, you know, that 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 shows right from the get-go. We knew the plan, really, because they sort of talked about it a lot. I mean, they, they gave away before the show came out that a lot of characters were coming back. I feel like that, right. maybe those cards shouldn't have been shown right away. Uh, but maybe they wanted people to watch 
and I didn't think anybody would. Because I, I wasn't really jumping on this show, to be honest with you. I think the only reason why I did tune into it was because it was something to watch for October, for like Halloween season. Uh, there wasn't really anything new out that was like that. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Or anything that looked interesting, at least. And the fact that they're bringing back all, you know, original uh, characters and uh, the original uh, creator. Yep, Tom is here. Yeah. And I've seen the, uh, after the episodes, because the episodes are basically all free on YouTube. Yeah, the first two episodes are up right now. Right, because it's a, it's, a ne- it's a network show. I mean, it's a cable show, I guess, but sci-fi slash USA, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they, they're just putting the episodes online, and they have extended versions of them, where there's a good, like, 15 minutes uh, after the episode... Did you watch right, that? That's, yeah, I yeah. watched the, uh, the extended version. I don't know if it was going to be extended scenes, but it just actually wound up being an extension on the end where the creator was talking about, you know, what the episode was all about, where they're going with it, stuff like that. So, right. Um, fucking loved it, man. Surprisingly well done. Um, and he, first it, of all... It's the best Chucky's ever looked, by the way. Yes. Yeah. 100%. They brought him back to something very close to his original look in the first movie. Yeah. Um, it, it Almost like a... A mix between uh, Child's Play 1 and 2 Chucky is what I'm seeing. Very well done. Practically done. Yeah. Chucky is a puppet. Chucky, for the most part, has remained a puppet throughout the entire mainline series. Yeah. And they, they've always used like the most state-of-the-art puppeting techniques for Chucky. In whatever year a particular Child's Play movie came out, that was the best it was going to look at the time. Yeah. Um, and they were they all do, good. They're all good, yeah. yeah. But this is the best Chucky has looked ever, and it's just really well done. And they did a lot of surprising things, uh, uh, surprising character work, I should say, because uh, our main character is a brand new character. Yeah. Um, his name is Jake. Yep. And the kid is just instantly likable. He is very likable. Yeah, he is. Um, like just from the moment he shows up, it's just like okay. Yeah, he's like a nerdy, like, horror movie fan. Not not that he is specifically a horror movie fan, but he's got that sort of uh, characterization. Yeah. He's, he's, he makes, like, these, like, horrific, like, doll sculptures. That's, like, what he's into or whatever. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's very likable. Um, Don Mancini himself is gay. He wanted to see himself and others like him represented. Yeah. Now, you know what's funny is I never really knew that the Child's Play movies sort of went in that direction towards the end. They had more of, like, an appeal, um... To gaze, I guess. Like, is that a thing? Like, with, yeah, starting with because uh, I heard that like recently, Chucky. and I'm like, I don't really. That didn't really resonate with me. But what was the thing with the? I don't remember those movies that well. So, uh, I, yeah, starting with Bride of Chucky, I want to say once the series started going in a more comedic, sort of campier direction, it started gaining this large gay following. I, I couldn't tell you why. Oh, okay. I honestly couldn't tell you why. I know Seed of Chucky, especially, which was the fifth movie. It was more of a Bride of Chucky sequel, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, the character introduced uh, Chucky and Tiffany's son. Right. Uh, Glenn, who had massive gender identity issues. Yeah, which was a thing... Before it was like popular, I guess now you know. Right. Uh, I mean that that movie was at least ten years ahead of its time. Right now it's like a trend, but like that wasn't as as talked about back then. Um, no, it wasn't. But he, he brings up uh, you didn't see the second episode of Chucky yet, right? You just watched the no. first. I watched the second yeah. episode today actually. 
Um, and they, they, he, he talks about his son being trans or whatever. Oh, he does mention him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I think they're bringing all the canon into this. Um, and from what I heard that, like, see, I didn't really know what this was, right? Um, like I said, they did give away a couple things in the show through promos, but I think it was just to get people to watch it. Like, like saying, hey, 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 we're putting a lot of love into this, like, we're, we're, you know, we're utilizing everything in the Chucky, like, universe, and all the characters are coming back, and we're going to wrap up stories, and it's like an eight-episode miniseries of sorts. And from what I heard was, like, if this does well, it's going to basically, like, uh, jumpstart, like, a new film series. I don't know if they're thinking about doing a second season. I think this is just a miniseries. I, I, yeah, I... From what I gather, uh, from what I've read from Don Mancini, he said that He's looking at this just as a one-season limited series and then hoping to springboard a new movie series out of the show. And if the show continues the level of quality that at least the first episode that I've seen uh, had, then I can very easily see that happening. Um, Because this is... I'm going to say it. It's hands down maybe the best horror series on right now. Um, You're not counting like limited... I'm not counting... No, no, I'm saying network. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't think there's any argument with you there. That I've seen, yeah. I was really uh, surprised at how well they put this together. Um, the atmosphere of uh, of the show is real well done. Um, they like captured said, New Jersey very well. Yeah, yeah. And, and it like, what's nice is like, I don't know, like, I'm just a sucker for, like, things taking place around Halloween, especially yep. during Halloween season. So, like, watching it and seeing, like, the, like, Jersey in the fall and kind of, like, you know, we're basically right next door there. Um, yeah. And that's where you live for quite a while. So, like, it had it had a lot of nostalgia for me. Um, the second episode takes place on Halloween night and it's, like, beautifully done. I really dug it. Uh, it's a little bit of a slower episode. But it's good. I think you'll still enjoy it quite a bit. And uh, and like you said, there's real likable characters. Even the characters you don't like, they have their appeal, you know? Um, right. I, I, yeah. It's it's not like a really loud, sort of like, you know, big to-do of a show. But it's just done real well. It's got a real good, like, aesthetic to it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really liking it a lot more than I expected to. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good-looking show. Um, and it seems like the story is being done justice. Uh, they did something that did surprise me at the end of that first episode. We got a flashback to Chucky's childhood. So I guess we're going to be delving into uh, the backstory of Charles Lee Ray. Yes, because in the second episode, there's a small flashback of him being even older now. Like I think they're just going up uh, through his childhood. Okay. All yeah. Right, that's cool. Yeah. Nothing crazy, yeah, but it's that. but it's but it's in there. Yeah. It's just uh, I'm actually looking forward to watching it. It's one of those things where. I'm like, oh, cool, new episode's coming on. And I like the fact that it's week to week. Because a lot of times we just get things, you know, on streaming services and they're just there, you know? Right, you just binge the whole thing in a day. And I forget about it immediately. Like, immediately. But I, you know, like The Mandalorian was a good example of a show that was, you know, week to week. And I remembered every, I mean, I'm a big Star Wars fan, obviously, but I remembered every episode a lot better because I had a week to think about it. And yeah. to talk to you or talk to other friends about it, you know, um, I talked to Jay a lot about it, uh, one of our mutual friends. So uh, I remember the episodes, like I thought about them, like what's going to happen next, you know, we even rewatch them sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with Chucky, it was the same thing because you and I were like chatting about it quite a bit. Um, 
And I was like watching promos and stuff like that. And like, oh, I can't wait to see the next episode. I watched the next episode. It came out yesterday. I watched it to, uh, Tuesday. But I watched it today. Uh, but I was looking forward to seeing it. So it's like good TV, you know, like a good, like classic kind of TV. Like good old fashioned, you have to wait a week to watch it TV. Yeah, fucking, uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I, mean, I, I love that shit, you know. No, it's That's how fine. I like to watch shows. Yeah, bring it, bring that back. That's the way it was and we liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And he Who's knows he's age, old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know, it'd be nice to sort of talk, I want to keep talking about this as it go, as it goes, so, like, it's only eight episodes, so, like, as the podcasts go, uh, you know, we'll try to catch up with each episode and just, like, talk about it. Um, yeah. i love to yeah, just follow this through. Yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm digging it. And I think that people that listen to this, uh, obviously are horror fans, um, or, so. or just our family, so, but, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> um so you know uh it's obviously uh i highly recommend it you know as like a horror fan in general it's pretty well done and i'm not a huge child's play fan i i saw them all a few times especially like the older ones like the first three um yeah. they kind of dropped off a little bit but I, I still but i'm really loving this it's just the right time for it too i think you know oh yeah the timing i think is perfect and, and fucking you know devin sawa's in it uh, oh my god, that's right. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. 90, late 90s, early 2000s heartthrob uh, team beats Devin Sawa. And man, if anything. I mean, let's just say it. Final Destination is Devin Sawa. Final Destination is Devin Sawa. And uh, a Black Western Entertainment Award nominee, Devin Sawa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not winner, unfortunately. Not, sorry, Devin. Um, but uh, if anything makes me feel fucking so old, it's seeing. Dad Devin Sawa and like dad sweaters and oh just God, I know. Right, man? Cause like he's our age. I remember like the movies, you know, cause he had more horror geared stuff. I know he was kind of like a teen, uh teen beat kind of star, you know, like a right. one of those kind of kids. But you know, Final Destination and Idle Hands were like big and movies. Idle Hands, yeah. I thought I thought Idle Hands was great. I watched it quite a few times uh when it came out. That's kind of what I remember him for. I remember him for horror stuff. So seeing him in this. It's pretty cool. Um, but man, I fucking feel... I feel old. What's <laughs> fucking seeing the, what he looks like. As a matter of fact, um, speaking of him, did, there's a movie he did... Uh, it was either early this year or last year or whatever. Uh, recent. Within the last year or two. Called Hunter Hunter. It's got one of the fucking craziest endings in a movie I've seen in fucking years. Really? Yeah, man. Check it out. It's really fucking good. It wasn't talked about a lot, but man, it was fucking good. I don't want to say anything else about it. Just it, 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 don't tell me. It's got a fucking ending, man. You check it out. I think you'll really like it. All right, Hunter Hunter. Hunter Hunter. Um, yeah. So you know he's kind of making a little bit of a he he's having a little bit of a renaissance, I guess now, which is cool. I I, I like them back then. I like him now. He's pretty good in the show. I will check that out. There's a cast member who's in this show who um, kind of surprised me. I have not seen her in anything. Aside from the show, except for one other thing, and I was like, is that? And it was. Um, that would be Lexa Doig, I guess is how you would pronounce her last name. Um, and she was in Jason X. Who was she in Jason X? She was like the main character. Oh, she's like the fucking, uh, the, the, the mom. Yeah. Well, the oh. Aunt. She's the aunt. Well, right. Oh, oh, yeah, the other, well, the other kid's mom, the bully's mom. No, the okay. main kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the aunt. Okay, oh, shit, all right. 
Yeah. You know what? I didn't pretty realize similar. that was her. She aged pretty well. The shit. She looks she very similar. Yeah, she did. I mean, that was like 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I saw her, like I saw her on the show, and I was like, she looks really familiar. Why do I know her? And then I saw the name. I was like, that's the girl from Jason X. Oh, what a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but she was good. Yeah, she was good. So yeah, that that was Chucky. Great show. Looking forward to watching this next episode. And I'm just I'm going to keep up with it. Yeah. And we'll talk about it uh, as it goes on. All right, man. So yeah, we'll definitely talk about that next week. Um, and then, uh, you know, whatever else is new. And then, uh, you know, talk about some old stuff. And obviously, pretty soon is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe we could even jump into some of the, uh, the older movies to get ready for it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I've been uh, kind of going through a few of them uh, the last couple of weeks, just preparing for the... The greatest holiday ever created. So, <laughs> all right. Well, all right, man. All right, until next time. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon, man. All right, man. Have a good one. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Next week on Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Hey guys, next week we're going to be doing our Halloween special, and that's going to be airing on Halloween night. Uh, so please tune in for that. The following Monday, the day after, there will be no episode. Uh, the next new episode will be on. Monday, November 8th. So please tune in for that as well. Thank you guys for listening, and we hope you enjoy. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. And if you want to follow Justin, all you that's need to me. do... Oh, you're still on the phone? Uh, I very rarely ever hang up. Tell the people where they could follow you, Justin. Well, if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can find me as Justin Tong. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me jtong81. And if you want to follow me on Slasher, the horror-based social media site, you can find me at Sexy Vampire Teeth Pod. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can't. I'm off the stuff. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites. And make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night. So long, everybody. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast.